Hello. Neil here. With episode 6 of Short Stories for Stressed Grown-Ups. I realise there's very much of an elemental feel to these stories. Whatever philosophy you subscribe to, it's clear that certain environments can have a profound effect on our emotional well-being. I hope you've been able to find some time this week to get some sun on your face, see the sea, walk amongst the trees, or stand in awe, staring at the stars. If you haven't already, remember to subscribe to get a brand new story, written just for you, read to you every week. Whether you listen to help you unwind after a hard day, or to ease you into dreamland at bedtime. Okay, just before we start, take a moment to get yourself comfortable. Good. Now close your eyes and take a couple of deep breaths. In. And out. In. And out. Now, let's begin. Today's story is called Swan. Alice made sure to be very quiet as she untangled the ropes that secured the swan pedalo. She still wasn't sure that this was such a good idea, but as she started to pedal out onto a tranquil, moonlit sea, her heart raced, not only with fear, but also excitement. With each turn of her feet, she was gently propelled forward, the accompanying slosh of the paddle settling her into a rhythm. As she looked over her shoulder, she could still see the lights of the promenade, a string of glowflies illuminating where she'd been. She turned and looked towards the horizon as the pedalo gently swung from side to side and could just make out the distant lights of where she was heading. Her shiny auburn hair was rendered silver by the light of the moon, the same glow giving an optimistic glint to her eyes and, in no time at all, it felt as if she was already halfway. She stopped pedalling for a while, allowing the sea to carry her slowly sideways while the pedalo bobbed up and down. As she looked up at the swan's head, it was leading her to her destiny. She laughed to herself, suddenly aware of how surreal this night was. She heard a splash ahead and saw dolphins breach in the moonlight, getting a glance of that giant glowing orb before disappearing into the depths and on their way. The ocean rocked her, like its baby, and, like a baby, all she wanted to do was take a short nap, but there was no time for rest. As she reached the halfway point, and had to negotiate her passage between the giant cruise ships, lounging like lazy ghosts, waiting for expectant adventurers to fill them with life once again. 
as the ships faded behind her, she was suddenly aware of an overwhelming hunger and decided that if she was going to make it to the other side, it was time to refuel. As she reached into her rucksack to find her sandwiches and her flask of hot chocolate, she noticed an iridescent glow just below the surface of the water. She initially thought it might be the moon, but this radiated a pulsating neon blue. This was the plankton he'd told her about, but that she'd never seen. And now, on tonight of all nights, here it was, putting on a show for only her to see. She unwrapped the foil from her cheese and pickle sandwich without taking her eye off the mesmerising glow as it slowly drifted away, then disappeared for someone somewhere else to see. Aware she might soon drift off course, she finished the last of her hot chocolate, grateful for the inner warmth she now felt, powered up and ready to complete her journey. She packed away her things, looked to the horizon and headed towards the place they'd agreed, the dark bit between the two coastal villages. The rhythm of the sloshing and the rocking of the pedalo soon had her back in a sleepy rhythm. She imagined she could fall asleep out here and wake up still pedalling, but she needed to stay awake to keep the rudder true and stay on course. As she took a breath of cool, salt-filled air, she reached back into her backpack and pulled out her fleece. She rubbed it on her face and sniffed it, the reassuring smell of him still hidden somewhere deep within its fibres. She zipped it up around her neck, cosy in the extra layer, and continued to splash forward. The borders had been closed for months now, with nobody allowed across under any circumstances. But, if there were patrol boats out, what was the worst they'd be able to do to a pregnant woman floating alone on a swan pedalo on the ocean? He'd insisted on taking the trip to her, but his plans fell through, and, after seeing the pedalos at the beachside, she'd insisted on taking the trip herself, hoping to have a story to tell her little girl when she was born in a few months' time. Somewhere in that blackness, between the two seaside villages on the other side, she saw the tiniest of glows. She thought her eyes were playing tricks, willing her to see the bonfire he'd promised to build as a beacon to guide her way. But with each turn, each slosh, each gentle rock, she got closer and the flames on the secluded beach where he was waiting grew brighter to the point she could almost feel the heat reaching out to her. And then, as the surf started to lift and lower her closer to shore, she saw him, lit by the moonlight, smiling as he waded out to meet her. Moments later, they were embracing, held in the amniotic arms of the sea, buffeted as they silently showered each other with salty kisses. The giant beach fire crackled. 
warm enough to dry her hair and tighten the skin on her face as she lay on her side, her head rested on his lap. From somewhere deep within, she groaned with approval and relief. And as he continued to stroke her glowing hair, she closed her eyes, comforted by the hiss of the sea. And very soon, without a care in the world in that precise moment, she slowly drifted off to sleep.